Hello, and welcome to another episode of First and Last. I am Josh. I am with Joe. What's up, man? And Jimmy. <laughs> what did you... What is what is it that is up Hello. with you, dog? Hey, all, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted, so I switched it up. That's nice. fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, before <laughs> we start, um, everybody watching this knows what show we're doing, because it's on the episode title. But it was my week to pick, <clears throat> and I didn't tell you guys. So before we do it, I'm going to lead you an inspirational quote. Okay. If you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If it's run over by a car, you don't want it. That's spoken by Elf. <laughs> and today, we're doing Babylon 5. <laughs> what? I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> that was all over Like, the was place. that even a real quote? <laughs> I mean, I read it off my computer. Okay. The internet said it. The internet said it. <laughs> the internet said that Elf said it. Wait, why, why did you read an Elf quote Cause he's Babylon an a- 5? Because he's an alien from space. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right and i bet there's not a lot of great babylon 5 quotes out there i don't know <laughs> well i guess we'll find out i guess we will <laughs> here's what i know about babylon 5 oh yes jumping into it um just right now when you said babylon 5 i remember that that was a tv show <laughs> <laughs> that is it is it a spinoff of something babylon 4 all right no i don't know Is Babylon Five the one with the like the Cylons? No, that's Battlestar Galactica. That's Battlestar Galactica. What is Battlebl- What is Babylon Five? <laughs> no, no, man. Um, this is my best. So, I've seen a couple episodes of this. I think I've seen ten episodes of it, like piecemeal, like just kind of everywhere. And I remember it getting like kind of nuts, and I was like, "This is fun." And then I, you know, what w- channel is this on? Oh, sure, it was on UPN back okay. in the day. Okay. Um, what how many I th- seasons? Five. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Babylon Five. Five seasons. I don't know if that Babylon was a thing seasons. they planned, <laughs> but you know, um, it was on from like ninety three. When was it? I think it was like ninety three, ninety four to ninety eight. It was on. That was when it was on. Okay. And apparently, there was like five movies. Ooh. I'm sure they're quality. I'm imagining Babylon five movies. <laughs> I'm imagining there like... might have been five movies. I'll count. Joe, <laughs> there were five movies. Man, they're sticking to their gimmick, <laughs> living out that gimmick. Oh, that's good. Um, what are you going to say, Joe? Um, I I am imagining that this is Stargate SG One with even less of a budget. I'm pretty sure it's more wow, of yeah. a budget. Yeah? Yeah. I'm envisioning Star Trek Voyager. You're imagining the wrong Star Trek to think about. Oh, okay. DS9? Yeah. Think- this, oh, are we just going to sit on a space station for five years? No, yeah. There are parts of DS9 that are, like, my favorite, but of any Star Trek. <laughs> I almost said Star Wars. Yeah, I saw the W <laughs> forming in your mouth. Star Wars. But all, overall, I think DS9 is the most boring show I've ever watched every second of. Have you <laughs> you seen Star Trek Voyager? Yeah. And Enterprise? Okay. But, the, but the premise of Voyager 
was so awesome for me. What's the premise of Voyager? Uh, they get they go through a wormhole, and then they're like a gajillion light years away from home all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And they're they, just trying to get back. And then they're just trying to get home. they all die. Because like on their like the fastest they can go going straight towards home, it take it would take like seventy years or something like that. Okay. So they're like trying to get home as fast as like so they yeah. don't so they get home before they all die kind of thing. Or like, you know, faster than seventy years. Like, yeah, hmm. so they try to find little wormholes that will hopefully like Help them get a little bit farther. <laughs> yeah, the show is literally just them going, no, let's try this wormhole. And they just go through that. <laughs> DS9 is them, we're, hey, we're on this space station. Five years later. Oh, we're on this space station. There's a huge war in in There's in a DS9. war happening, but it's, like, not immediately, like, at the space station. It's kind of, like, away. Well, no, it's in the Alpha Quadrant. They get, a cool, Delta they get quadrant? like a cool ship at some point because at some point they were like, "We can't just always just be on the space station. This is awful." When they mm-hmm. got that ship, it was it was dope. That ship was cool. Ship the was Defiant cool. is what it was called. I hope there's a ship. There's I think a, you're both right. Prediction one. I hope Babylon Five has Babylon Five has a ship. What would the ship's name be in Babylon Five? Babylon Five. That's the name of the space. Jamiroquai mm-hmm. Seven. Ooh, I'm into it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so what I know about it is there, it's very similar. Actually, do you know when, ba- uh, Babylon, do you know when, uh, the DS9 came out? Hmm, I'll look it up. Is Deep Space Nine ripping off Babylon 5 or was Babylon 5 ripping off DS9? Um, because yeah, they're in a, they're, they're in a space station. There's some sort of like federation type human, you know, people that like mm-hmm. run the space station, I think. And then ninety three, uh, so DS nine <laughs> was the Babylon was, five ripped off. Yeah, they DS9. ripped it off. Um, and then and there's like a, just a gajillion like aliens, but I think it's more heated. I think the, like instead of like Deep Space Nine is uh like somewhere where it's kind of a neutral zone, sort of like there's mm-hmm. a couple different alien races like worlds <clears throat> around, but they're not like insane like there's there's conflict every once in a while mm-hmm. but i feel like the only thing i really remember from babylon 5 is there's just like a ton of aliens and like everybody's mad all the time so there's like a lot of conflict <laughs> that's what i remember <laughs> no one is happy so joe what's gonna happen in this first episode um there's a rugged like space pirate main character and he's put in charge of some team but he's kind of a reluctant leader he's put in the position of a cyclops but he's really the wolverine of the show i thought he was like he has one eye for a <laughs> he's a giant cyclops <laughs> um but and then there's a lady character who is maybe like a jean gray and she is also a leader but more of a natural leader than he is um and she's kind of holding shit together while they're out trying to work out peace between the space nations. Do these people have the mental traits of those X-Men only, or do you believe that they have those superpowers as well? Um, let's go with no superpowers. Okay. But I bet the dude is hairy like Wolverine. What is, uh, <laughs> okay. Right. Fair enough. What is um? I don't know shots. the answers to any of these either. I'm just asking you fun questions. <laughs> uh, I bet there's at least one main character alien, like a um, 
Who's the guy with the ridged piccolo. forehead in the um, Worf? Worf? Worf. I bet there's like a Worf. Is I, Worf a Piccolo also? Yeah. Yeah, Worf's totally Piccolo. And he's actually also literally black <laughs> in real life. That's okay. what Joe calls him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. No, I was kidding. <laughs> we came up with a new derogatory <laughs> yeah, term. Yeah, we don't. Let's not spread that one. <laughs> wow. Piccolo is just a what? It, what like just a prominent alien figure, essentially. Yeah, or he's like the bad, there's been times the where he's guy. been a vampire, where he's like one of the bad guys who's become good. Oh, you he's mean you mean guy. from Star? Wait, no, that wasn't Stargate. That was the Strain. The Strain. The Strain. Episode six six six. Yeah, the Strain had a pretty sweet Piccolo. So yeah, it's the guy from the other like universe, like the bad side, but he's like turned. Yeah, so I think in in Babylon Five, I don't know that we have a clear bad guy, but I bet there's an alien main character yeah i because I, I bet there's a, a lot of different races of aliens yeah i think there's a a bunch of stuff like there's a bunch of aliens <laughs> but i'm but i'm also betting that all of the aliens stand on two feet that's my bet oh yeah i'm into that there's no like i don't think there's any Bipeds. crazy aliens they're just yeah humanoids. they're all like humanoid yeah yeah creatures. they're all just humanoids with ridges on their head or like, like like every other day, like weekday uh, drama, mm-hmm. they just need one, just like one that like is like has a unis like a one like a unicycle like instead of legs, it just has one wheel, just one wheel that they roll around like that. Unicycle. Yeah, I mean, just anything to make it like not like give it wings <laughs> and like forearms. Yeah. I bet that they'll all speak English. Oh, well, I mean, to each other, but they probably have their own. Are you saying you there would be no gonna... alien languages in the first episode or what? Um, yeah. So no no subtitles or no. like or just like an alien speaking and then a guy that speaks English going, "Huh, yeah, I I totally get you, Grafnar." <laughs> yeah, I think I bet there's uh, a guy, a guy named Grafnar. Speak English <laughs> and there won't be any any like why why don't they have their own languages like every other uh like Star Trek is just like go to you arrive on some other planet, distant planet, but you can just somehow talk to everybody and they never really explain why everyone knows English. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that bet. I think there will be an alien language. Be a language? All right. yeah. I think they make a reference to Babylon four. Mm. Like the show or like the other space station. The other another like, space station that are just like, oh, after the failure of Babylon Four, we've really got to make we've got to like, make this like happen. It's probably like the intro, like after the failure of Babylon <laughs> Four, built in its place, <laughs> Babylon Five. That's it's on the little grave site of Babylon Four. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, space grave, space grave. I'm ready to get like into it. this. I'm ready to shoot yeah. off into space. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I looked up. So the creator is J. Michael Strzinski. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, some other films and things uh, that he wrote. He wrote five Babylon created, five wrote, movies. Produced this. <laughs> uh, wrote the screen story for World War Z. Don't know what the difference between. He wrote the screenplay for Underworld Awakening. The story for the first Thor movie. Some hmm. show called Jeremiah. Have you guys heard of this? Nope. Nope. I've heard of a show called Jericho, which is one that we should probably watch sometime. I had a, I had a few seasons. Looks like basically like a quantum leap or something. I don't know. Uh, he 
wrote a TV murder, a TV movie for murder. She wrote <laughs> nice, <laughs> a bunch of Babylon five, an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm betting right now that if anyone want, like wh- whoever's week it is, Jimmy's the one picking Walker, Texas Ranger. God, you know it. Is it your week next week? Cause it is. <laughs> I'm going to call you out. <laughs> uh, wrote a, wrote a bunch of twilight zone episodes in the back in the day. Nice. So it could get weird. He wrote this. These look like animes. She-Ra princess of power. Jason, the Wheeled Warriors. She-Ra, that's, is that a He-Man? He wrote nine yeah. of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. There you go. We have a professional on our hands, guys. <laughs> cool. Good for him. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be great. Let's blast off! We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun here. Let's put on our astronaut helmets and go into space. Huh? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are a lively bunch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back after episode one of Babylon Five. Hey, we're back. <laughs> And we're, we are, we're still here. We have arrived back in the station. That the station was, of Babylon 5. That was a TV show. Wow. I'm going to go on a limb right now and say Joe isn't currently pleased. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, I have like one main, like one like big picture question, and that's, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? It was people on a space station. <laughs> You watched early '90s, a lot of diplomatic stuff. Um, um, I wrote down prequel Trade Federation, the TV show. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. a lot of politics. <laughs> it was, yeah, a lot of politics and a lot of terrible acting and a lot of early '90s like computer game animation. <laughs> oh my god, it was like, man, that. That compute that was that solid computer animation. That was every computer game in like 1998. Yeah, and this was 1993, so they were ahead of the game. Oh yeah, or 1994. 94. <laughs> um, am I in season five? Here we go. Season. Hold on. Wait for it, listeners. Wait <laughs> for it. What are we waiting for? I was getting the one sentence Wikipedia thing. Up. Oh. Um, so here's the synopsis from Wikipedia for episode one, Midnight on the Firing Line. When the Narn attack a Centauri colony, Londo and Jakar, spelled G, like, uh, apostrophe K-A-R. Okay. I thought it was J-A-K-A-R, something like that. Yeah. Jafar. Jafar. <laughs> Londo and Jakar nearly come to blows. Meanwhile, raiders are attacking transport ships near the station and that is it that is the whole <laughs> description of this episode it's really not that bad of a description technically jakar is the narn ambassador yes, yes. jakar yes. is uh what me and jimmy described as the cardassian of the series 
you haven't really seen Deep Space Nine. No. So you wouldn't know what we're talking about. See, I thought you were talking about like... He's the gold ducat of this show. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying he was like the lawyer, like how... What's the name of the Kardashian's dad that was OJ's lawyer? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> he did. He did yell at some point during this episode if the glove doesn't fit, or if the glove fits a quit or something. What is it? <laughs> I get it. Lawyer character. Got it. If the glove fits, you got it. You got to give it the quits. You got to give it a quit. <clears throat> Hit you the gotta... quit button on your nineties so computer game. So we have, so we have like three kind of. We've got the humans, and we've got the Narns, the yep. Narnians. What do the Narn look from like from Narnia? They look like like snake people. Cheetah print. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Cheetah print snake people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had lizard like features. And then the uh, what are the other ones? Are the, they a the alpha the alpha centauri? And they uh, they look like bald people with crazy long hair. Went like without combing How do you it over. Explain. Yeah, they have the top horseshoe is... mullets. But yeah, the they're mostly humans. Is in a mohawk. Everybody is mostly humans. <laughs> in I guess they they have like a mullet, but it's like a vertical mullet around the back of their head because well, they have horseshoe. Baldness. Imagine, imagine if a bald person. Went bald, and they grew out the side of their head hair, mm-hmm. and how they would normally like the yeah, classic, the classic pathetic bald man that would like comb it over. Yeah. Instead, they took all of that side hair and put gel in it and made it stick straight forty five degrees out yeah, of just, their skull, just out of their head, yeah. all the way around, mm-hmm. except for the front because they're bald. Yeah. And it and it was. There's two of them, and they both did that. Yeah, it makes kind of a crown. Yeah, like a crown of receding hair. Yeah. That's what it was. And then there was uh, uh, the French lady from Lost. She mm. was an alien, but I don't remember what kind of alien she was. No, I don't know if we heard She was or not. also bald, Yeah, but had a side crown of, like, bone? I was wondering if that's just, like, that's what the ladies look like. I thought like. it was, like, a headpiece. Oh, like maybe she's a Centauri, but that's what a lady Centauri is. That was my assumption. Oh, but I don't I like that. Uh, I, I'm I into wanna, it. I want to think that she's better than the Centauris. <laughs> she's from a, also the fact that Jerob. She's totally not. She's totally not in Centauri because she was yelling at the two people about the Centauri and the Narn fighting each other all the time. Mm. Like you two fight each other, your, your races keep fighting each other. Was mm-hmm. she in the meeting? The council yeah, meeting. She was in the meeting of like the, all the. Which I assume was just a bunch of other ambassadors being like, like, hey, okay, so yeah. this guy attacked this guy. Like, what are we going to do so about like, it? I mean, so, like, major... Yeah, what's the setup of Babylon 5? Because that intro didn't really do it. I mean, major setup is uh, the Earth was in a big war. Yeah. Um, And they, like, got over that big war. And they set up Babylon 5 as, like, their last, like, vestibule to, like, bring all of the universe's aliens together. Yeah. So they could all, like, yeah. be peaceful. It's like a, it's it's a like base the UN. In, in neutral yeah, it's territory. Like, it, yeah, it's like the UN. Space yeah, UN. To prevent wars by just hanging out. Yeah, but hanging out. Settling your chill. differences uh, with your words. And it's also... Like the, big boys. It's the last Babylon station. So, mm. Joe, they didn't talk about babylon 4 but yeah this is the final but it, babylon. Th- there was a i mean this we is the fifth one at some presumably. sort of other station that they came upon I'm not sure what that was about hmm. 
Oh yeah, they found they found like an old rust. They were like, oh, that one. I don't know what that was either. Um, but I mean, really, oh, so the bad the Narns, the Snake, Cheetah, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to call them bad guys, but I mean, who knows? You know, yeah, who knows? The Kardashians. Um, the the Kardashian the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the alien Kardashians. They attacked that Centauri planet, and no one really cared. Except for the Centauri people, and the humans kind of cared a little bit. And then but no they one wants a, to start a war. And then they had it. a meeting about it. Yeah. And they voted not to do anything right away or something like that. So they're like, ah, mm-hmm. we won't do anything. But then the humans, because the humans run the station, right? Like I only saw humans in station, like yeah, like uniforms. all the commander people, all the like uh, people in charge seem to be, uh, Caucasian. <laughs> uh, uh, people of Earth, yeah. Garibaldi, however, looks like he wants to be in Die Hard. He does have like a sad Bruce Willis. Yeah, I like I like him a lot. He's fantastic. <laughs> you think he's making the? You think he's gonna make it to the end? Yeah, I gotta I gotta predict. You gotta about predict that. about that. All I right, gotta predict about that. Um, and then the other side thing is there was like raiders are space pirates. I guess I don't know what they are, but like. They called them raiders. Mm-hmm. They were attacking uh, freighters. Raiders so on the freighters, we'll have, man. Raiders. Maybe we'll have a, some space pirate person later. We didn't later. see the main. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! What I don't. What happened? I don't understand. We got raiders on the freighters that we're gonna see later. <laughs> Spitting rhymes. Ooh. <laughs> Um, Watch out! It's a flash flood of rhymes. I was just gonna say because you said you said there was gonna be a pirate character, main character, who gets eaten by an alligator. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> that was a reach. <laughs> pirate alligator. Uh, did we have other? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> Were there other? There... So there was uh, Commander Jeffrey Sinclair. He seemed like the like the uh, captain to me. Yeah, he was the, in, he was in charge. He was in charge, and then you had the Garibaldi guy, and I don't understand what really his role is. I assume he was like security officer. Okay, he was the Odo of Babylon Five. Oh man, I don't know if he's good he's enough not, to. Be I didn't Odo. say he was as dope as Odo, but <laughs> I don't know what an Odo is. He's the shape shifting. Uh, yeah, I should probably security guy in Deep Space Nine. I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really. Uh, uh, flinging this this mad podcast this like podcast people have also watched the, the link of this podcast is going to have a, a disclaimer that if you haven't watched DS9 you probably should before also, yeah watch all of DS9 then listen to this pod <laughs> and listen to this episode listen to all of D Space 9 then the first episode of Babylon 5 then the last episode of Babylon 5 <laughs> and a, a, a sprinkle in an elf <laughs> just, just get an elf cleanser in there take a little elf break elf break What's Babylon in the Bible? Is that like a place where people meet up and try to work things out? There's the Babylonians who yeah. are a real people well, who the, just like in like that that was like the Tower of Babel, which is where all the languages came together. That's what I'm thinking of. And then God like blew it up or something. Oh, or no, man. he No, no, no. The Tower of Babel was when they tried to make all the people in the, Jimmy, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to go with I won't. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Tower of Babel all the people of the world, because um, they all spoke the same language, because everyone used to speak the same language, mm. 
started building a tower up to God. This is when there was Pangea, so everyone was a lot closer. Yeah, right. Everyone built the tower up to God, so they tried. So they tried to do that, so they could get. But they were getting really close. Mm-hmm. So God like broke the tower and then made everybody speak different languages. So then they could, no one could understand each other anymore. Mm-hmm. So then they couldn't work together to get to him. Interesting. So God does not want us to work together in harmony. Not to find him. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you guys work together, but like, stay out of my room. Yo, work together <laughs> for a different cause. Like, <clears throat> like, like build a bunch of good, nice ramblers, but not a tower. <laughs> Getting too close to me. So other characters, <laughs> as I was saying, there was a a telepath who entered like halfway through. Um, she's from the Psy Corps. It was the Jean Grey of this episode? I would say. I didn't Joe. catch her name. Yes, would. And by the episode cast, I cannot tell because the show totally, so long ago. I totally forgot what her name was. Was it no. Talia Winters? Yeah, yeah that's her. That's okay. Her. Uh, then she's, she's, she's going to be pretty bomb. She reminded me of, uh, I, I said that I said she seemed like she would be one of Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriends on Seinfeld. Hmm. Just like how she looked and how she acted. And then Jerry would have broken. It's she like was. Jerry would have broken up with her because like, she like walked she, funny or something. She reads minds. Yeah. She, in this show, <laughs> she stopped Londo somehow. She like. Knew that Londo was going to go try to shoot Jakar. Well, that wasn't somehow. She read his mind. Well, yeah. So she read his mind. But but then she was like, but she read his mind like in passing when he was like entering the elevator. But then she's like, Garibaldi. And then the next scene is Garibaldi is like catching him already on that floor. What are you like? You say somehow like you're baffled at this. Like she touched him, well, read his she, mind, like, and then she probably flip cell phone. They're on a Space station. They got a commu- They got a wireless communication. Yeah, but we never saw any communication. Well, That's all I'm saying. That was an extra. Two- I wanted to see a touch the Star Trek symbol, or t- you know, put put the hand up to the ear, Garibaldi. You just you, uh, Roger. You're really going Roger with like that. A, you're really going with this. Like if you didn't see it on the TV show, it never happened, and you don't well, believe I it. I just would like some explanation. That's all. <laughs> They're in a space station. I want to know what the science is. I want to know the tech. The tech. Man, it's, we're in the, we're in year twenty two fifty eight. By the way, I wrote that down. Hmm. We gotta have some pretty sweet tech. I in yeah two hundred yeah. years. I mean, it would be maybe slightly different, but I I didn't think about that since we have and had had the tech to tell somebody from far away something quick for about a hundred years now. In in nineteen ninety three, <laughs> <laughs> on a landline. I'm sure she wasn't that far away from a landline, if that's all they used on the Babylon 5. I don't know that Talia Winters was in Seinfeld, but she was in 24. Not interested. <laughs> um, I have a question about people on shows. Okay. And this is directly related to Talia Winters. Has there ever been a show that starts off with like a couple people, and they're all just friends, and they know each other? And then there's not a new person that's introduced to, like, change. Dawson's Creek, Jen gets introduced. Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman gets introduced. Oh, like, in the first episode. Like, there's someone, always, like, they they always use a person as a catalyst to, like, be like, ooh, what's this? Change like, up the situation. Does this happen, like, 
Family matters. The mom comes over. Yeah. The mom moves in. Perfect strangers. One of the main characters. <laughs> the, the whole travels. premise. <laughs> <laughs> the whole premise of the He's show. a perfect stranger. Frasier moves back to... His dad moves in. You're just now finding shows in which that happens. I feel like so you're every, looking for a show we're 24 where... episodes into this podcast, and I think that's every single show we've seen. You're looking for a show where like the, the main crew is already set up before we start Power the show. Rangers Zordon shows up, and Rita. What about Entourage? Entourage? I think they're already like rolling by the time we start. Right? They're they've been hanging out. I hate that you used Entourage for the example, <laughs> but that is correct. You might have Jeremy stoned. Piven is the is, but the, he's already uh, he's their, already the agent. He's already their agent. Yeah, that's the one. That's the winner. They buy a dog. The dog is new. The dog shows up. <laughs> the dog is Got it. Nailed it. Rachel shows up at the beginning of Friends. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay. Because she's like running away from her life. Mm. She's like about to get yeah, married. and so it's not necessarily that they don't know the person, but it's uh, like a human, or maybe a dog is the catalyst. <laughs> it's like a thing. Uh, I would say, yeah, maybe I can't remember Entourage that well, so maybe Entourage <laughs> is the actual only example. Stargate SG One, that uh, Tiuk guy, the their Piccolo. Yeah, well, there was a lot going on in yeah. Stargate SG One, but I'm just saying <laughs> that happened too. That's a tough one. No, um, those people knew each other. It's very, it's very interesting. I didn't. I don't know why I thought about it now, but yeah, I was just like, oh, this chick, and she's not necessarily the one driving the whatever. I just, I'm just curious. I'm like, I want to watch a show now where I, I they think just don't introduce a new person to the group. Part of that, or part of that trope, I think, is so that. Um, Especially, like, if we take the example of friends. So, like, these people have known each other for a while and they've been hanging out for a while. If you introduce a new character, then the characters have to introduce themselves to this new character, right? So, through Rachel, we're meeting these friends. Right. Well, I want to watch a show where there's a writer so good... That he's able to introduce you to a group of people without having a... Like, like a a very obvious catalyst. Yeah, it. without having a, a a character avatar for us. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, let's watch Entourage again. No! <laughs> Don't do it! Also, Babylon 5 brought up a question for me as well. Another one. Why do humans always have to be the peacekeepers? Because that we will identify with them immediately. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but come on, it's very uh, maybe for non-American like viewers and mm-hmm. listeners. It's a very like fifties and like fifties, forties, thirties American vibe of like I mean American even, power. I mean, and leadership. really now or like American power and leadership, and we like police the world. Right. You know, if something's wrong in the world. Um, I mean, it still happens today, of course, like the Iraq war and like, you know, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. We have to go fix it. Mm-hmm. Then we stay there forever. Um, but like now it's it, it, it happens a lot in TV shows and obviously they're American TV shows mm-hmm. uh, and it happens like that. But it's just always interesting that there's never a TV show that has a perspective of like, what if it was humans on a very like very powerful star trek almost did it with like the vulcans were kind of like that mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. but once they the vault but that was never happening in star trek it was uh like 
hey, the Vulcans showed us how space travel worked and like guided us, mm-hmm. and now we're we can space travel, and now we police the things. And the yeah. Vulcans like are our allies, but we now can we now police. Mm-hmm. I want to see a show that uh like kind of has the humans in the back seat of like we're helping, but we're not the we're not the superpower. We're not the we're. I mean, we can be super powerful, mm-hmm. but like we're not the ones that are in charge of keeping the peace and doing that. We're just doing our thing. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to mm-hmm. get. We're the Ferengi. We're just trying to get by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't ever want to see a show where we're the Ferengi. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But I mean, I mean that's I've, it's very prevalent in space shows. Yeah, where there's aliens, because then I mean it makes sense because you're the good guys are the humans and you're trying to be with them. I just, I'm curious to see something that's different. Hmm. Do you care? Do you, do you, you're like, nah, everything's TV's fine. No, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by that premise. I was just trying to see if, um, you know, if that relates back to entourage at all. I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dog isn't in charge ever. Unfortunately, <laughs> how can this relate back to entourage? <laughs> Well, I ranted for a little bit. Does anyone else have thoughts or feelings? Um, so you said when the guy, when Wando, is it Wando or Londo? Londo. Londo. Londo Calrissian. Where's Londo? <laughs> the weird uh, Lithuanian vampire character. Yeah. Why, why, he was the only person from his country or planet or whatever that had an accent. Did you notice that? He had an inexplicably Russian <laughs> accent. I just don't think yeah. I paid attention to the other guy that was from his planet because I thought he looked like he was like Will, not Will Sasso. He was the other one from like SNL or Mad TV. God, who did he look like? Jim Carrey. No, that was in Living Color. He looked like the other funny <laughs> fat guy from like SNL. I can't remember what his name is. I don't know. Horatio Sands. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Tonight's um, guest. So Wando, <laughs> you, when Wando shows up, you're like, oh, this is the main guy. Oh, I just said that like oh. that. I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't? All right. Or maybe I said it I wrong. I heard you say it. I, I think because you, <laughs> you guys were talking about how there was going to be main aliens. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is obviously a main alien. Aliens. So do you know if Wando is a main character or not? I feel like I feel like him and you got that predictions. Jakar guy are main aliens, and I think they yeah. all stick around because, <laughs> in reference to Londo, I wrote down this is the fucking guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna base a show around this guy? I can't imagine. He's <laughs> I bet he. I bet he's long. around a bunch. Oh man, he's in the last episode, according to my predictions. He's just got to be like a wacky guy, right? He can't be like a serious character, right? He seems right. like he's. Hey man, he's, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's the. Uh, I think he's the junk man, uh, the lost in space junk man of this series. I think he's just the. You wacky want some guy. beef stroganoff? Huh? He's the 1994 <laughs> wacky guy who's just bouncing in and out of shows. That's what I think. Yeah, he just struck me as like super goofy. That was just like they can't possibly like run five seasons of this guy being. A big part of the show. He's in it for sure. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm going with it. He's in it. Well, he's part of my very first prediction. Are we... One of my predictions goes against that. So yeah, we'll good. see. 
Um, was that was that your like one main thing about this um, first app? Just that, and it looks like it was filmed in a uh, laser tag arena. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just every part Man, of the set looks like laser tag. Add some fog to the set, <laughs> and you got a mad laser tag arena. You're right. That's awesome. I'm into that. Special thanks to Brunswick Zone. <laughs> Jimmy, guy, anything? Uh, based off this episode, you... it took a lot. It took a long time to get going. I felt like the first half I was like, "I wear the tacos. The tacos can't <laughs> can't arrive fast enough." But by the end, I was like. I was I was starting to feel it in my in my in my thought of picking the show. This is I'm like this is a Jimmy show. There was a lot uh, of there's a lot of exposition that they had to do at the beginning to like yeah, set it up. I guess. I mean, it wasn't there. There's I don't a know line if they needed that. Yeah, there's a line I remember where they're talking about the attack on Ragarush three or whatever, mm-hmm. and the one guy goes Ragu three, Ragu three, you know our agriculture colony. And then Wando's like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> it's like one of those obvious lines where, like, a character is telling someone they are something they already know just for the sake of exposition. For art, yeah. But then they want the extra step of uh, the extra step of telling us that, no, no, the guy knows it already. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. He's familiar. You know our agricultural? Yeah. You yeah. know. I fucking know, man. My name's Wando. Wando Kalkrishkian. I'm not sure how this one 102 episodes or five movies. Yeah. Or wow. Also, I looked into there are there was spin-off stuff. There was a, like a season or 13 episodes worth of a show called Crusade that was like right after this that was supposed to be like 5 years after. And there's a bunch of stuff there like I found like on Wikipedia like a chronological like how you should watch it. Because they're all like out of order. You really, you mm. really like that chronological. I do like doing the chronological stuff. I did all of Star Trek that way. Yeah, that's Except why I, I know you like doing that. I never, I didn't go and watch Enterprise. I never watched Enterprise. I liked Enterprise. I watched Enterprise because all of that is pre, yeah, original. I wasn't having that. Enterprise tries to explain why uh, the Klingons in the first series and then the next gen look Looked different. Totally different. Yeah, they try to explain that away. That's fun. They don't do a terrible job. Do they just uh, some evolution? But I don't line? think they explain why the Klingons in Star Trek Discovery now also look different. Oh, have you been watching that? No, I haven't seen any of it. I've just seen like a picture and I know people are talking about the Klingons. That. I want to see it too. Um quick uh quick little fun thing before we get into predictions. I'm just going to tell a little story. Um listeners, everyone in this room knows, but I broke my foot. <laughs> Which was which was great, yeah, Jimmy. Get two of them. Um, three. Oh yeah, three of them. Joe's here too. Um, but uh, so I broke my foot, so I went to the doctor two days ago or whatever mm-hmm. to get it checked out because I couldn't walk anymore. And I was like, "Doctor, I broke my foot," and he looks at me and he's this, you know, he's an old doctor guy, and he goes. Was this uh, was this alcohol related? <laughs> and I was like, no, I was walking to my car in the morning to go to work. <laughs> and he said, that didn't answer my question. <laughs> 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 and 
I was pretty salty about that. What was he even asking about that? Just like I don't know. I he was he had like a smirk. Like on just his, fix my foot, man. He had a smirk <laughs> on his face when he said it, like the whole time. But like, it was just funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Is this alcohol related?" No, it, God, I was gonna go to work. Was it? Was I wish it. I wish it was alcohol related, but <laughs> would have been cooler. But uh, so yeah, that's my story on how I, I broke my foot. How I broke my foots. Didn't actually tell anybody how I broke my foot or anything like that. But bloody stump of a foot over bloody, here. Yeah, I, like that's and that's how I am, got my foot amputated. <laughs> I said yes to the alcohol, and the doctor was like, "We're cutting it off." No. Josh has been making us put like country crock on his foot all night. <laughs> I like the sheen. <laughs> it's also high in calcium. Well, he Isn't did stuff. He did tell me to drink. That stuff was terrible. For he you? did tell me to drink milk. Yeah. The doctor told me to drink milk. He literally said, he's like, you got a fracture in your foot. Drink some milk because you can't make chocolate chips, chocolate chip cookies without chocolate chips. Same thing for the bones. You need calcium. And I was like, how many fucking people have you told that to? <laughs> One more. Yeah. Well, I have a, I take a multivitamin, but I don't think it like seeps into my body well. No. I think you need to Vitamins, wash down with some uh, Well, like you need you like just, a... You, you need just like a, poop those right you out. You need like a... Yeah. Because like the heart, it's like, you know, because you can easily crush it up into like chalk kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like that's the way you should take a multivitamin. You should like crush it up into chalk. And snort it. And snort it up your asshole. (laughs) You're you're snorting up. You're you're like sucking in. Yeah, you don't snort out, Jimmy. Come on. Okay, but your butt just right through your rectum and up into your large intestine. You don't butt chug your multivitamin. (laughs) (laughs) You'd probably absorb it better that way. Because really, that's they what say, I'm saying. They yeah. say that they just you just flush them right out because your body has no chance to absorb them. Yeah. Like you maybe absorb some of it, right? Well, so I looked at that and it it says I get it gives me like 21 percent of my daily like calcium, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that means I'm only getting 21 percent of calcium a day because <laughs> <That's, laughs> I'm trying it. to figure out where the hell it's a good cheese, point. yeah, cheese, like, cheese, yeah, like cheese. <laughs> Next week I'm bringing a block of cheese. <laughs> I'm in for your foot. I need it. <laughs> Butter it up and put it on my foot. Gonna... Put it in his butt. <laughs> Butter it up and put it on my butt. Next week, we're going to put up. Stay tuned, listeners. It's going to be our first video podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, immediately I'm off YouTube. Never getting rid of that explicit warning. By the way, if you want to listen to this on YouTube, search Tiger Castle. And then uh, from that, and you'll find the first and last. Butt chug block of cheese. Don't search that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever search that all right we need to get to predictions now oh shit this is a conversational podcast this has to be Not just... <laughs> we have to, this to be a rifle through um joe let's go with you first um number one no wacky hair which i think rules out the entire centauri <laughs> <laughs> so you think they've been wiped off out no of wacky existence hair. i mean there, i think there's bald people I think you might get some... Like, no one's ever called a bald person and go, whoa, that's a wacky hair, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think specifically hair you wouldn't find on Earth. Like, you could, you'll could, you see people with, like, long hair on top we'll and, know. like, shaved we'll sides. We'll no wacky hair. Number two, um, the Narn ambassador, whose name is Jakar, I believe now, Yep, mm-hmm. um, is a main character. Like, he's a full-on dude. He's already a main character, I think. But I think by the end, he's, like... Okay. 
there's maybe only one or two characters above him and he's just like a fucking guy sure um and number three octopus monster (laughs) nice (laughs) man one day i think in general though i think it's gonna be the vibe is gonna be different in that it's a it's gonna be a much smaller cast in this they had a lot of extras walking around to give the feel of like ooh, it's a bustling like yeah, hub busy but, station but i think by the end either we're like stuck in a spaceship or we just don't see anyone else and it's just a few people okay i like that yeah i'm just always I'd, afraid I'd of a clip show that. oh <laughs> Babylon oh, five clip show. sci-fi clip show <laughs> i don't think that's been done before <laughs> i mean i'll be honest i'm just not a prediction but it can't be any worse Clip show or not, <laughs> then the end of Stargate SG One. Worst, <laughs> worst. Just another Stargate adventure. Oh my that god, that was pretty rough. That's you right, were. I forgot about the clip show. Which, I mean, it's basically well, Stargate. Stargate wasn't a clip show. It was a uh, the most boring but thing ever. You were they, you were in there for that. They, was that? Does that mean you and that Barry? Was Barry yeah. That was Barry. <laughs> did but you watch I, it on your own? But I, but I watched it on my own. Nice. There you go. I went back. Where did you do your homework? And I thought, and I thought that. While they were stuck in the ship at the end, they were going back and remembering stuff. Oh, so not they like did. a clip show, yeah, yeah. but not a not not Felicity types of clips. Yeah, it's a reminisce show. Yeah, it was a reminisce show. <laughs> um, Jimmy, what are your predicts? Okay, my predicts are that the commander Jeffrey Sinclair guy is dead or gone. Nice. Um, I think the lady. Commander, Lieutenant like, Commander, Sassy Lieutenant Commander Susan Yovanovov. Yovanovich. Okay. I think she's taking lady charge. Mm. I think she's the commander of the station now. She leads like a lady. Um, she had a little thing. She had a little moment with, with telepath lady. What was that about? Oh, she doesn't like telepaths because her like sister was one? And then <laughs> I don't work with the males because I used to be one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. I just don't know where that came from. Did I say it like that? So she tell so telepaths. <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't like telepaths because they think her sister or somebody in her family was one. Yeah. And on Earth, since they everyone got X Men like powers, Joe. Yeah, right. Um that you had like three options. That you either like went to prison or got killed, you became you joined like the telepath academy, or you the psychor yeah the psychor, or you um got like hot beef injections your entire life, <laughs> <laughs> or you got you got like a psy psionic like injection or whatever till you like, didn't have powers so anymore have powers yeah. but it was like people that are you know like people that like have like take depression like. Uh, things and they like can't feel anything. It sounded like that's kind of what it did. It sounded like when you to take me, medication, you don't feel anymore. You just don't feel feelings, yeah. so that you don't have de- depression. You can- it sounded to me like uh, the same exact thing as the Benedict Cumberbatch character in the Im- Imitation Game, where they find out he's gay, which is a true story. Where like they break the Enigma Benedict code in World War Two, the German Enigma machine, but they like find out. They found out, like, if you were gay, they'd give you these, like, hormone injections 
that they thought would like cure you of your gayness, but they just like were ki- they just ki- were killing you, and he just died, a young man. I mean, not that young, but spoiler. <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing that happened. <laughs> this is in England. This is like you you think of like as a forward think of thinking. Uh, that's why we. Place. That's why we want our uh, freedom from them because they were doing terrible things back then. In the nineteen fifties. Never too late to win your freedom, Jimmy. <laughs> um, my prediction- oh, wait. Oh, wait. No? <laughs> oh, I had one more. Okay. What is it? But basically Joe stole it because I said the Narnia, the Narnians yeah. are still around and kicking ass. Okay. And that like, well, I, so I think there's like a huge war. I think they go full on DS9 and that, that by the end of this show, it's just a crazy, insane war and that. Uh, Jakar is like uh, a major, a prominent guy. Cool. I'm gonna do a fun thing. Okay. I think all three of mine are super fun. All right. Number one, Jakar versus Londo. They will die with their hands around each other's throats. Oh. As in Londo's, like he said at some point, the Centauri, like see their own deaths or something mm-hmm. and in the first episode he said 20 years from now we will die with our hands around each other's throats uh, i think that will happen so think in five seasons 20 years will pass i think it'll be like a flash forward type thing like all right like i think it's that's why i'm i think that's going to happen and then therefore i'm worried about a clip show yeah. as in like maybe they're old you think maybe they're like embracing while like their spaceships exploding and that's why their hands are around their necks yeah <laughs> they're hugging. I say they're gonna die. I just they said kiss? they will die with their. <laughs> I just said they will die with their hands around their throats. All right. I didn't say they were choking each other. Let's, I said they'll die. Yeah. Um, number <sighs> two, Garibaldi has a dope ass scar. I'm well, thinking more of a face scar, but okay. but I think he's so in not it. a dope ass scar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he uses his ass for his multivitamins, not for his scars. <laughs> Um, so he's got a two, he's got a, he's got a sweet face scar. Okay. Um, and then my third one is that Joe only scores one out of the three points for his predictions. Oh, it's like a logic puzzle. What? Joe had three predictions and I think only one of his is right. So I hope it's octopus monster. I, I hope that one's right too. <laughs> so I think you only score one out of three points. All right. And with that, I'll score another point as well. Wow. You're like stealing points. Yeah. It's essentially point steals. Point thief come back for our spinoff episode point thieves <laughs> first and last point thieves point thieves like not thieves thieves yeah thieves was already taken so we just made a point thieves. the podcast point thieves was taken so we did point thieves it's true that all the names are taken already all right let's just watch this episode huh let's get it if Londo is in this episode, keep going. I, I don't <laughs> walking out. Just I, walking out. Of this I apartment. might. I might leave. <laughs> I might not be back for the second half. <laughs> Just go on without me. Challenge, uh, Challenge. listeners. Uh, maybe see you next week. <laughs> maybe not. Hey man, we can always get Claire. Stay back. classy. <laughs> All right. We will see you after the final episode of. Babylon 6. I mean 5. Five. Baby, five. Baby, baby. The, the music's playing now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Like that. Uh.
Babylon 5, the return of Babylon 4. Being back, we're back from the final <laughs> episode of First and Last, and we're back. Well, it's not the final episode of the podcast. It's the final episode of this is it, Babylon. No lies. You made it to the end. We're done with Babylon Five. We finished it. We beat it. Space is one. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if. Uh... Well, they must have. They must have come to a truce. With who? 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 Well, yeah, the shadow. Space. The shadow war is over. <laughs> the shadow war is over. We were told that in a voiceover. And now, and now we have the alliance, which uh, John Sheridan is the president. Was of. spoiler. And John Sheridan wah, wah, wah. is not in the first episode like I thought he was for the first forty-five minutes. New character. The president of interstellar of the interstellar alliance. That is who John. Who totally became Susan Avenova Nevena. Oh, is that what she is that what Ivanov came? Yeah, totally. So I get a point. Sure, whatever, Jimmy. <laughs> God damn it. Come on. Um nearing the end, here's a synopsis. Nearing the end of his, his I'm reading okay, the synopsis, ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Nearing the end of his twenty year life extension, Sheridan bids his farewells to all his friends and family. While the new, uh, while the now obsolete Babylon Five is prepared for decommissioning, and when they mean decommissioning, they mean exploded. They, they just exploded. it gonna get exploded. Yeah, they exploded it. Yeah. So just shooting space rubble everywhere. They apparently in '98 or whatever didn't have the foresight of the problems that we have now with just rubble just flying all around our atmosphere and it's i mean we just launched a tesla into space it's just floating around with a dummy that, it. that's so stupid i heard a car i saw like a tweet that someone sent and it was like they were like elon musk just got away with the world's perfect case of murder like <laughs> like as in like there's a body in that spacesuit of a dead human <laughs> and he launched it into space i was like god it's perfect like a long way to go just to murder a human i feel like it's a lot easier i think it was just a, a i think it was just to hide the body i'm sure the guy was dead that's what i mean i mean i feel like there's a lot or what if it's like still to alive. Yeah, he, he put he put oh, air in it the guy's still alive more of a perfect crime <laughs> holy shit he's not even been murdered yet he's yeah. probably still going right now orbiting the sun no i heard it's going it's going to mars it's it's right? in orbit though like oh. we all are. Everything's in orbit. Yeah, if you believe in a... no, it's 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 <laughs> yeah. in orbit, but it so, may hit Mars. If your Earth, if your Earth isn't flat, I guess, Jimmy. Yeah. While it's in its orbit, its path could run into Mars. Is what is what the thing is. So it's in orbit around the sun or yeah, the Earth. Where everything we're in the universe in our in our solar system. We shot it we're out. all orbiting the sun. Well, what I'm saying is. It, the 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 Elon Musk Tesla car got shot out far enough into space that it's not in Earth's orbit. It's in right. the Sun's orbit. Correct. Okay, that's how it could. It's going to possibly hit Mars. Probably hit Mars. Eventually, hit Mars someday. Babylon Five. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he 
so uh, Sheridan, who was a new, totally new character introduced Johnny in season Cher. two that I looked up. I I really thought he was. I, I really thought he was. Jeffrey I thought Sinclair, he was. I, think. I thought he was Jeffrey Sinclair. Yeah. Um. He he got he got like his he got a twenty year life. Uh. Rejuvenation potion from a goat alien. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then it was nearing the end of his 20 years as he was president of the new alliance, which they definitely had some something called a shadow war. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. The shadow war is over. The shadow wars have been won. And it was it was over in like 2261. So, so like three years after episode one. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that was probably a really big focus of the actual show. Oh, first three seasons. Yeah. Potentially. That's interesting. Um, and then, so he's about to die. So he like sent letters to all his friends from Babylon Five, and then they all had like a nice dinner. And then he said goodbye to his wife, who was the uh, the the lady from Lost, Delen, Delen, Mira Ferlin is her name. Um, and then he went to Babylon Five alone, just look around, and then die in orbit in a planet and then the goat man came and took him away yeah mm-hmm. he closed his eyes and then he went to goat heaven yeah he went to Gavin. he opened all hail Gavin. to go to the rim out 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 to the outer rim or whatever the, the deep space deep space rim mm-hmm. butt stuff i'm sorry uh <laughs> What else? Oh, a Miss Ferlin, Mira, Mira Ferlin, Dellen does have actual head ridges. Those totally weren't. Oh, it was not just a he, uh, head piece. Not yeah, just part I, of her. I said it was helmet. bone. I know what you said. <laughs> okay, and I didn't think it looked like that in that first episode. I Dude, think she was bald in that first episode for some reason. I think she looked better bald. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Joe, yeah, you like, hair? You like hair on your women. <laughs> You can go either way. Sexist. She looks great. Sexist. Both, both times looks fantastic. All right. Yeah. She's, yeah. That's, all right. Oh, and also we had a little uh, Jeff Conaway, a.k.a. Kanicki from Greece, was apparently a, a huge character in this show named Zach Allen. Um, yeah, I didn't know that guy. You you were the only one out of us that was like, that guy's from Greece. And we're like, what? Yeah, I looked it up. Well, when you said it, I was like, that guy does look like Kaniki from Greece. What a weird reference to make. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I thought yeah. you were just joking. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't. It was definitely, he was Grease Lightning <laughs> up in this. DJ Boy, I'm a fight. Yes. Tell me more. Tell me more. You probably got Rizzo pregnant in this. Oh no. I know it, but at the end, it was just a false alarm. Oh, cool. Everything is. Let's watch out. Greece after this. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch Babylon Five. Watch Five. I'm gonna watch the first movie, seasons. Babylon Five movie, followed by the last yeah. Babylon Five movie. Technically, so I was reading. Uh, there's like the chronological order of how you're supposed to watch it, and. That first movie, Babylon, so Babylon Five: The Gathering, right? It's it's called Magic Babylon Five: on The, the Gathering. Wikipedia, it's called the pilot movie. So technically, we should have watched that first. 
Rule number one about first and last is <laughs> never admit you're wrong. <laughs> no, well, that's not the show. The, after that, they commissioned the show. But so, Earth, oh, so did they make the movie and then they made the show? Yeah. The movie was from 93, February of 93. So it was, was just like a standalone movie that they made. Yeah. But apparently they made it were they compl- as like a pilot to were they, launch a series. Were the same people in it? full length. Was Garibaldi in it? I think, okay, hold on. <laughs> was Garibaldi hold in it, Jamie? Hold on. <laughs> was he in the movie? The Gathering pilot. Was John Bon Jovi Garibaldi Starring. in it? People. <laughs> That's what it says? No. I just IMDb's don't know. going really downhill. I just I didn't write what Jeffrey Sinclair's real name was, so I don't actually know. Not important. Alright, moving Synopsis. on. <laughs> um you've lost my interest, so you've definitely lost the audience's <laughs> interest. Yeah, Sinclair is in it. He's a bit he's a thing. There's oh. there's Narn and Centauri. And... So so humans so there's alien space races? Maybe I'll watch it one day. Maybe, maybe. I bet you will. I might. You know, Gabr- I, G- 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 what's his name? Garibaldi, Garibaldi is in it. It's just phonics, man. Just read it I out loud. Can't Garibaldi, <laughs> say it. Is that like a common Italian name or Garibaldi? You tell us. Because the only reason you I just know, you like, tell us Capacetti. There's a fast Italian uh, like food chain in. Chicago suburbs called Garibaldi's, and that's my association to Garibaldi. I thought you were gonna say, say Sabaros. <laughs> is it good? Oh, super good. What is it? Sandwiches? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. No, yeah, it's all of that. Sandwiches, spaghetti, pizza. It's Italian food, fast. How is it uh, compared to? Oh shoot, I lost it. What's the name of the Devani's? Arby's. <laughs> it's kind of like a Devani's. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to say that. Hmm. I was going to say, dang it. Sabaro? It's right It's right on the tip of my tongue. I said Sabaro. Well, there's Giardelli's or whatever. Giardelli's. Giordano's? Giordano's. That's the deep dish pizza place. But but ah, there's a new, there's a Chicago chain that they just put one in. in Tune in Minnesota. next week when Jimmy learns the restaurant's name. Uh, Isn't Portillo's like a hot dog place? Yeah. They have hot dogs. They have other stuff. I would only eat a hot dog at Portillo's if I ever went. It's great. I want to go to at Greg Miller. We're going to Let's Portillo's go to Chicago and just eat and have heart attacks and die. <laughs> There's like one person that will understand the reference I just made. Nope. You guys don't. That's I fine. didn't hear it. We'll tweet at Greg Miller. So he's a good man. Garagiano is in it. Sinclair is oh. in it. Oh, this is the movie still. Jakar is in it. Delenn is in it. Head Ridge Lady. Londo's in it. I don't want to watch this movie now. Londo. <laughs> Done. Done with it. Man, I think I got nothing. Um Yeah, I mean it was it was a fine it seemed like it was like a good wrap up. It seems like uh Jack Sheridan or John Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Seems like he became extremely important in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he showed up in season two and took over. And just took took Babylon five by storm. That's what I would say. I got that vibe. War hero sounds like. Um, president of the alliance, general, all around good looking man. Um, he had a good beard. 
at the end there. Had a good old man's beard. Deep, uh, deep, like rugged voice. He, like, he could have uh, lived in the woods and chopped down his own trees. I would say he's a man of the woods. Some, well, what's uh, what's Aragorn's if, 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 name? What Vigo Mortensen? He had a Vigo Mortensen vibe for me. Huh. Yeah, well, I'm not a little less that. wild. Definitely less wild. Vigo Mortensen usually had longer hair. That's pretty hair. wild. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he would have grown his hair out a little bit. Yeah, and he was in space. And I've never seen Vigo Mortensen in space. <sighs> Can you imagine? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home, tweet us if you can imagine Vigo Mortensen. Tweet us, a, tweet us your fan art and fanfic of Vigo Mortensen in space. <laughs> we'll read it on air. <laughs> just, a, just an audio book of Vigo Mortensen space fanfic. If we get a fanfic of Vigo Mortensen space, I'll make a special episode, first and last, reading that fanfic. I'll need a... <laughs> you asked for it, and now we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, you guys asked for it, so we'll do it. Really any Vigo Mortensen fanfic. Yeah. But at least let them make... If, if it's not going to be in space, let them like, ponder space on land or something. Like... Put this sentence in your fanfic. He looked up into the night sky and wondered, "What if?" And that's all I need, and I'll read it. <laughs> Wonder what he's doing right now. He might be in space. He might be pondering, "What if?" <laughs> so predictions, <laughs> or is there anything else? <clears throat> yeah, I mean in that episode. I mean it was it was just like a solid, probably farewell episode. The only thing that I have really to say about it was. They specifically said when Sheridan went to uh, Babylon 5 and it was like completely empty because they were decommissioning it. That word, they wasn't being decommissioned. They exploded it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like They blew that shit he, up. He, the guy in the space station, like the cleanup crew guy was like, yeah, there's no one here. We're just getting it ready. It can't be here anymore because it's like in the way. He said he literally said something like... Uh, it would be hell for trade routes or it would be hell for transportation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the space station would be in the way of spaceships trying to travel. Right. The space station has been there for 25, 30 years. Yeah. They go around it. They're used to it. Yeah. They always go around it. And then they blew it up. Mm-hmm. So now there's just fucking pieces of a space station floating around. Which you think if you're flying around your warp speed or whatever and you hit... A giant piece of shrapnel, you're dead. Ah, you got shields. I thought they were gonna like tow it somewhere or something. But they they just gotta push it a little bit, and it'll like yeah, it'll go all the way, right? I'm sure it has a thrust motion on it, right? (laughs) You just push it. It's got a propellant (laughs) somewhere. I just, I didn't like that. Hmm. I didn't like that they blew it up. There's definitely a finality to it, though. That's you know? true. I, yeah. Should we do, like, general thoughts about it now before predicts? Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I'd, it struck me as, like, um, a really well-done, like, episode or maybe, like, if I were to extrapolate from this, like, really well-done show for what they had in terms of budget and... 
Dude, those nineties computer graphics were back in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a force it was just like they had Should've the had same computer from ninety four, but they <laughs> added like twenty times more RAM to it yeah. so they could add more spaceships on the screen at once. Like I didn't know a lot of what was going on, but there were just like little bits of it that were just like well done, how they said goodbye. Like each character had a little moment before the end of the episode where they're all kind of like meta saying goodbye and then even just like a lot of the hokey stuff going on like even amongst that like i felt like the acting was pretty good even though i like don't have a background of these characters i just like there's a certain gravitas to the what's his name john something sheridan sheridan john sheridan character where it looked it, it gave me a feeling of like a captain going down with a ship like reaching his end he was definitely important from like scene one like to me yeah yeah like without even knowing who this dude is i'm just like oh this seems like a big deal that this guy's like just facing his fate and like there's that little moment at the end where um the bonehead lady's like sitting on the bench (laughs) (laughs) like staring at the sunrise and then like she sees the like the guy next to her, but then they like cut over and he's not there like it's just like yeah. little stuff like that that the like ghost of sheridan yeah it's just like little like flourishes like that you wouldn't expect to see in like a cheap looking show like this you know what i mean right well and that's the one thing i like read about the show while we were watching it is that it was one of the first shows to like really do major story arcs in sci-fi shows uh-huh. like you said in the last episode jimmy that each season has its own name yeah there's a subtitle for every single season so there's definitely like they're telling giant stories Mm -hmm. um through the thing and i think i mean they're referencing a big giant war which presumably sounds like had happened in the show and i think i think another thing that helped was the i thought the music was really good in this episode Hmm. like like there's a lot of like no dialogue kind of quiet moments in this show where like they just like kind of let the score run and like people are looking off into the sunset (laughs) and it's like i don't know i thought it was i mean they put together for what it was they bookend they bookend the they almost bookend the show twice where in the beginning he like wandered out and the sunrise rising Mm -hmm. he's like the sun's rising and then he died on the ship when the sun was rising yeah and then it five minutes later it even went back to the planet with his wife when she was alone when he ghosted her mm-hmm. and <laughs> and <laughs> and then the sun rose and that was like the actual end and so i mean they were yeah. like and even in like one little episode they took like a lot of motifs mm-hmm. like one motif and like used it thrice and it didn't get old. it was like oh yeah yeah I this is it. like kind of how i expected Stargate SG-1 to end, but Stargate SG-1 did not go like that at all. Nope. It ended <laughs> It ended in a pile of dookie. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Bad show. Um, <laughs> but they do have a It was a, a bad finale. Yeah. It was a re- yeah. In all fairness, you can't know if it was a bad we show. We were really excited for it at the, in the per- pilot, though. The pilot yeah, was looked, dope. Yeah, it looked that dope. That was a yeah. good pilot. Um. Yeah, Joe. The, and this was the opposite, where like the the pilot of this um was 
garbage to me. <laughs> like it's just like I think a it, lot of shit going on and like wacky characters, and I'm just like, mm, no. I think the, I think the pilot started slow, but it it was way better by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have any care technically about any of these characters in the finale, but it definitely, especially like Sheridan, like. I don't know. However, they wrote him, or however, like maybe his actor was just that good, but he like yeah. demanded some sort of reverence from re- from the get go. So I like yeah, without even knowing his backstory, really, you're just like this guy's important. Yeah. Um. So I liked all that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I enjoyed the show all around. I would definitely be like, hey, I want to watch a Star Trek or like just a space thing. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm in space mood, I'm pulling this show up. I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. I, it, I knew you would be. Uh, I like picked this show because <laughs> I figured it would be a Jimmy show. I'm in because um, I think I think for I don't know. There's something about like the same the same way that I was I got hooked into like watching the, like the Star Trek stuff. But but with the Star Trek stuff, it became like watching like DS Nine and Voyager. Finishing those two shows was like a job for me. By the end, it was like just like it hurt physically to do it. But I like this. Like you got some movies in there, each and with the story arcs. Like each season is almost like it's set up to be like a movie. Like a mini series kind of thing in a way. Like I, mm-hmm. what I assume with like the naming of the seasons is that each season really has like it's like a motif thing that it's coming back to all the time. It's got a, and then like maybe, which is why maybe like season one is going to be feel feel different than season two with your Sheridan coming in. They had a cool scene of like early Sheridan. Was it in black and white in that? I mean, yeah. just, I think that was just that, yeah, to be clearly the show at the time, <laughs> right? That was great. It had great effect because it was very like this was like old guy Sheridan and like he was. It was like the only causing a ruckus. And it was like the only clip we saw. It was a clip, and it looked like he was he was gathering the troops, like in like uh, uh, Independence Day. Bill Pullman. Welcome to Earth. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) We will not go silently into the night. Also, we never talked about the, like, Independence Day alien guy in the first episode. (laughs) What? There was, like... Could you explain what you're talking about? There was, like, an alien... Did you only see this? (laughs) There was an alien in the first... in In the pilot that, like, he... His voice sounded like... When the aliens in Independence Day talk through other people and they wrap their tentacles around your voice box. <laughs> Are you talking about the one that was in the chamber? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, he's like, Are you going to come to the meeting? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked when it was like, He was like, You should let the Narn and the Centauri kill each other. And he was like, What do you think we should let this Centauri kill each other? Do you think we should let the narn kill each other and he just goes yes <laughs> like, that was it i was like ah oh, this is a dope alien yeah. he's an like e- yeah who are it you was talking? an either or question yeah. and he just goes yes yeah. <laughs> let them both die they're not important i think i think i don't know if you we see any more of 
his type of alien throughout the show, but I'm that's the type of alien I want to see in this kind of show. Mm-hmm. Not bipedal yeah. bone women. Yeah. <laughs> More large. Or freaky haired, uh, like non cone head bulb people. <laughs> it's kind of what the Centauris remind me of. They're like de evolved cone heads. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions? Yeah. Or Jimmy, would you want to do you want to watch this show? Because that's where we're at. I mean, you want to, right? <laughs> yeah, I totally do. Yeah, you do. I want to watch the movies too. Yeah, you want to watch them all because they're they're the so the list on Wikipedia has like a, in chronological order, like like uh, that, like they all are, you know, a canon, like they all matter, which ropes me in. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what the Shadow War is all about. I want to know who the bad guy is in it. And the movies are out of order in the chronological thing. Like, the chronological date is different than the air date for the movies. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> um, Joe, it's just another Star Trek is all this is. Joe, I'm going to need to know how you did in your predictions so I can do my predictions. Uh, number one, no wacky hair. Definitely wacky hair. Wacky hair. The Centauri still exists and they Veer. have the same fashion sense as before. Uh, number two, Narn, uh, the Narn ambassador, whose name is Jakar, is a main character. We didn't see him, so probably not. Not in, th- not in this episode, he ain't <laughs> sure he was dead. No points for that. Um, and then the last one is Octopus Monster. And towards the end of the episode, there's like a little short clip of... It was what? like a Zoidberg guy from <laughs> yeah. Futurama. Yeah. It was sort of humanoid, like squid-faced... <laughs> The monster being taken off on like a on like a gurney. Uh, I want to give it to you. <laughs> there's like a blanket covering his body, so we didn't really know if there's tentacles under there. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't tell if there was. He eight. had a he had a he had a squid type face though. His for face sure. was screaming. Uh, squid. More squid, less octopus. It was Zoidberg. It was for sure. He was Zoidberg. He really was. <laughs> um, Zoidberg origin story. But I, I mean, I know what I want to give you, but I necessarily, technically, shouldn't be voting. Let's let's Jamie, save the. Jamie said he wanted to give it to you. Yeah, I was gonna say let's save. We all saw him, and we thought octopus <laughs> monster. Yeah, we That's did. what I'm going off yeah. of. No, I mean, so even <laughs> if he had a squid face, he felt enough like an octopus monster that we count it. I'm going Based with it because you didn't because at this point in the in the podcast <laughs> you're not saying like this is the bad guy we're going you're just throwing out there somewhere out there <laughs> you're just saying a blanket <laughs> statement octopus, octopus monster a monstrous octopus we'll see I I mean Maybe I, it wasn't in the grandeur that we thought it would be in it was an octopus monster in space <laughs> but I will say Jimmy is right though I mean speaking for myself. The second I saw that thing, I was like, oh, shit, you did it. That's what I thought. It's really good. So that's that's too silly. Uh, I mean, giving it to him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're giving it to you. Point. Sweet. Uh, Jimmy, who are yours? Uh, I had uh, Jeffrey Sinclair's Dead or Gone. Yeah. Did not see him. I actually read when I was doing some things. Uh, looking up other 
stuff the beginning of, I think the beginning of this season it said that he was like transferred or some shit number two was that the lady was in charge of I said she was in charge of the station <laughs> I think ain't That's nobody in charge of the station no more the station's Jimmy station's gone <laughs> exploded she totally became the president of the interstellar alliance though but what did you say well station I don't know what I said. What I wrote was I don't know that she's in I charge said. of this ship slash station. Zero points. Keep going. Dang it. <laughs> and then I wrote that the Narnia are still around and that there's a big war, including them, and that Jakar is around. And No big of, war. No Jakar. All that's garbage. Zero points. Good job. I had Jefferson Sinclair. Fair enough. Um... Well, my most of mine were wrong. Jakar versus Londo. They will die in each other's with their hands around each other's throats. Neither one of them were in this episode. Yeah. Inconclusive. Zero points. Um, Garibaldi has a dope ass scar. We didn't see a scar on his face, nor his ass. Nope. Nor a scar. No scars. Zero points. Zero scars, zero points. But I did score one point on Joe will only score one out of three points. <laughs> oh predictions. That, is, that is correct. One point. Accurate. Did we all just score one point this episode? I think I scored 1.25 because the lady was totally in charge at the end. In charge of something. I'll give you that. She had like the... I did say my original... I had a pre-show prediction that there we Ooh. wouldn't see any aliens without... There would be no aliens without two legs. Oh, yeah. Well, we it's never doing... really saw that one thing's, like, whole Lower body. <laughs> yeah. The Independence Day uh, I mean, I can, I can do... I can he do looked like a robot. Maybe, uh, maybe we up the ante when you say, if you get a prediction wrong, you lose points. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be a season any of us, two. You think any of us would ever even have positive points in this show? No, we'd have hmm. negative points, but we could have the least negative <laughs> No, I'm only negative two money. I'm winning. <laughs> um, Jay, got are you looking something important up? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did some research on um, what I think is the guy that we saw at the end that we thought might have been an octopus monster. Oh yeah, mm. and it says they possess physically very strong and possess multiple limbs, including two arms and two to five toeless legs used for ambulation. So that's you know they've got a lot of legs going on. That's all I that's wanted. A max Remember, of seven. I, that's I said not that, an octo. I said it's that not. Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> it's but more, yeah, he's more of a squid they monster. Have, they have monster. gills, which makes me think that they you know like live in water. Oh yeah, he was totally a water monster. Mm-hmm. That I'm still giving it to you. It's yeah. I'm more. I'm more convinced now that that's an octo oh, okay. monster. Okay. Um. Joe, where can people find this podcast if they are still somehow listening right now? <laughs> um, Twitter at FNL Podcast and Gmail us at FNL Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We didn't talk about it at the beginning how to, how this podcast works. Nah, they'll figure it out by now, probably, right? Um, in case you're not familiar, we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're not familiar, listen to any one of the other episodes, and we'll explain it to you within the first couple minutes. And then, yeah, then come back to this it's one. Too, it's too late by now. <laughs> it's just too late. Just too late. Babylon. 
Babylon 5 was a great show. Let's go to space, fight some aliens. Shadow War. Babylon 5 was great. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, next week, episode 25, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, So we'll see you guys next week, episode 25, which is actually going to be the last episode of season one. And then the week after that, we'll be back with the first episode of season two. We're not taking a break or anything. We're just... Tune in. We're just uh, changing seasons, and it, we'll probably have a special episode. I wanted to talk about this next week, too, but probably have a special episode in between uh, those just kind of kind of recapping season one and what our favorites were. Mm-hmm. And if we somehow uh, c- like count up all the points, yeah, we might declare a winner of season one. And that winner gets a drink a beer and eat a taco with their <laughs> friends who are also doing that so that'll happen um but we'll see you on the next episode which will probably not be in space next week because it's my week right i don't know i think it's my week cool <laughs> yeah we're fading out already it's done <laughs> all right bye guys thanks for listening